Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Josh Carr Show, or should I say the last episode of The Josh Carr Show of 2023. Today, I make some predictions, but usually when I make some predictions, I try to leave a little bit of room for qualifying them, you know, saying it may or may not happen. Today, I'm going to be giving five predictions for 2024 that not maybe will happen, but absolutely will happen. Some of them might surprise you. Most of them have to do with the 2024 election because at this point, I believe that we have some pretty solid data moving forward for what's gonna happen. So stick around for all five really quick. Before we get into the first one, I do wanna talk about the uh, first sponsor of this podcast, Gulag America. Gulag America is a premium apparel brand for Patriots, which I partnered with. They're a fantastic veteran-owned company that I love. I'm gonna put some of their shirts and different apparel up right now. They have fantastic designs. Their stuff lasts. It's also very affordable, so go check them out again at gulagamerica.com. Use my code JoshCar10. You'll get 10% off all their stuff. Again, that's at gulagamerica.com. Use my code JoshCar10. Now, my first prediction of 2024 is that Trump will be on every single ballot in the United States. To be clear, that I'm saying every single state in the nation is going to have Trump on the ballot, both for the primary and for the general election. We already know, and you've probably heard this last week, that corrupt judges in Colorado have barred Trump from being on the ballot. And I did a video about that. If you want to go check that out, you totally can. I'm not going to speak about that today. But we do have some breaking news. Maine has also blocked Donald Trump from running in 2024. And when I say running, I mean his name will not even appear on the ballot. And this is even more corrupt than what happened in Colorado. And here's why. Because it was decided by not a mul- not multiple judges. The Colorado Supreme Court is what decided to bar Trump. And I still think those judges are corrupt and I think they made the wrong decision, okay? But at least there was multiple people, right, that came to this conclusion. In Maine, there was one person, unelected, so an appointed person, just a, basically just a random person. I mean, it was literally one person in Maine that made the decision that Donald Trump will be barred from the ballot. And that person was Shanna Bowles. I hope I said her name. Maybe Shanna. Shanna or Shanna Bowles. Uh, Bellows, excuse me. The Secretary of State in Maine. A Democrat, of course. Uh, this girl, again, not elected. She basically just decided that he committed insurrection. Again, he hasn't been convicted of insurrection, uh, a, a detail that the Colorado Supreme Court conveniently left out. He has been charged of it. Even if, though, he was convicted of it, there is a ton of debate, whether you're a liberal or a conservative, whether or not the 14th Amendment even applies to the presidency. And so for this random secretary of state of this tiny state to come out and be like, yes, he definitely committed insurrection. And by the way, no one in my state gets the chance to vote for or against him is pretty much the most undemocratic thing that you could possibly do. And it's really fascinating because all you've heard from Democrats for all of 2023 and 2022, I mean, the whole message of the 2022 election was Republicans are an enemy to democracy. They will take away our republic. And I find that really ironic because any light like study of history, modern or ancient, shows that when you have a totalitarian dictator, the first thing that they try to do is take out the opposition. And in ancient times, what that usually looked like, and really not even that ancient, but just a few hundred years ago plus, what that looked like was just murdering your opposition. And that still happens today. But more recently, in a lot of countries that kind of act like they're democracies, like Russia or Mexico, what you have is 
instead of having to kill them, they just simply don't let them run. That happened with the Pri, it happened in Mexico, it happens with Putin, it's happened, things like this have happened in Rwanda and Cambodia. And it's crazy that the Democrats are selling this message of Republicans are anti-democracy, but at the same time, we're going to take our opposition and literally not let them run. That Like, that is such a crazy overstep of democracy. And so with that, even though all of this has happened, and even though I think it is a threat to democracy, and I think that it is a threat to our republic, fortunately, my first prediction going into the new year in 2024, and I think one that will play out in literally just a few weeks, is that the Supreme Court of the United States will overturn this decision both in Colorado and in Maine and any other state that wants to follow their example. So I predict at least eight out of the nine justices on the Supreme Court will rule in Trump's favor, potentially not Ketanji Brown-Jackson, because she's practically just a uh, an activist at this point. But I even think she would have a hard time, you know, coming out against Trump, but maybe I'm wrong. But in any case, eight out of nine, I predict uh, judges in the Supreme Court will come out in Trump's favor and that the totalitarian techniques that Democrats are using will be checked. Um, and so that's a very positive prediction of 2024. Moving on to the second prediction of 2024, I believe that both Trump and Biden will be their party's nominations. Let's talk about Trump really quick first. I've said it before, if you guys are new to the channel, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm not a big Trump fan. And if you're wondering like why he's done all these amazing things, it's very, it's very simple for me. I'm a conservative first. I don't believe that Donald Trump is that conservative. He's not as pro-life as I would like him to be. He hasn't had a great track record of cutting the bureaucracy. COVID is a great example of that. He doesn't have a great track record with debt either. So for those reasons, Trump's not my top choice. Now, does that mean Trump is the worst person in the world? No. Does it mean I'm not going to vote for him when he's the Republican primary uh, winner? No, I'm still going to vote for him. But the reason why I predict that he's going to win is because he has such a huge hold on the Republican Party. And I know a lot of you guys, especially the ones that are big Vivek Ramaswamy fans or Ron DeSantis fans are saying, I've talked to so many of my friends and my friends are saying, we don't like Trump. We'd rather vote for this person. And I hear you. Like, I get what you're saying. The problem is the data does not support that that group of people holds a majority in the Republican Party. And I find that unfortunate because I would rather have a Vivek Ramaswamy or a Ron DeSantis as the Republican primary. And I think they would wipe the floor with Joe Biden, who I believe is going to be the Democrat primary winner. As of now, it's pretty clear that at least 60% of Republicans are pretty bought into Donald Trump. And I think that maybe if Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis could have beat him if they had a better campaign, but they were a weak sauce at the beginning of the campaign. Let's just call it what it is. And for that reason, Donald Trump is going to win the nomination, whether you like it or not. I'm not saying I want that to happen. I'm just saying I think that's going to happen. Now, moving on to Joe Biden. This is a prediction that I made long ago, and it's something that I totally disagreed with my fellow conservative political commentators on. Everybody has been saying for the longest time, Michelle Obama or Newsom is going to come last minute and, uh, and step in basically for Joe Biden. And I have always adamantly said that that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And the reason why is because they might be grooming them for the future. But as crazy as it sounds, Biden is their best candidate to run against Trump. One of the greatest examples of that is 2020 and 2022. Democrats literally destroyed Republicans. No one can deny that. So if you look at those two things, if I'm a Democrat, I think to myself, well, Joe Biden's an awful president, but somehow we still keep winning. So 
the solution is not eating yourself alive. One of the things that Democrats have that Republicans don't have is unity. They've got unity going for them. And in my opinion, I just think that shows even more that Democrats are a cult because they literally don't disagree on hardly anything. Republicans, they disagree, but I actually think that's a good thing because I think that shows that they're not all bought by the same establishment. Democrats totally are. And so essentially what's happening is the one good thing that they have for them is that they look very unified. And if they start eating themselves alive by trying to silently take Joe Biden out, the voters are going to notice that. Like the voters are not just going to be like, oh, yeah, Joe Biden's just peacefully stepping down and Gavin Newsom is running for president. No, people are going to see that there's turmoil in the Democrat Party. And as crazy as it sounds, there are some Joe Biden apologists out there. There's some really loyal Joe Biden fans, and they're going to be really pissed off if he drops out of the race. And it's just not going to happen. Uh, I mean, if it were going to happen, it would have happened like three months ago. The fact that we're going to the new year right now, I guarantee it's not happening. They've already planned the general debates. So we know Joe Biden is going to debate as well. And Democrats at this point are just praying that he can get to the end. Now, the third, again, this is going, this is kind of going along the same train. My third prediction for 2024 is that Donald Trump will win the presidency for the second time. And this is not something I would have said a year ago, I have to say. The polling right now is strong for Trump. It's going to change. Democrats are going to fight back. Republicans get complacent a lot of the times. But I, and I still believe it's going to be incredibly tight, by the way. But I think Ronna McDaniel, if you don't know who Ronna McDaniel is, she is the chairwoman of the Republican Party. Uh, by the way, I, I do not like Ronna McDaniel. She has an awful job. She took the uh, position of chairwoman in 2017, which obviously was one of the greatest Republican victories of this century. She took that position after that victory, and then we've proceeded to lose in 2018, 2020, 2022, 2023. So she's awful, but she knows she's awful, and she knows that if she fails in 2024, she's out. So she has an incredible incentive to do a good job. I don't think that she's going to do a good job, as we'll talk about in a second, in some of the House races. But I do think that she's going to help Donald Trump win as much as possible because it's her only shot at keeping her job and staying relevant in politics. Um, And so I just think the incentives are aligned there. And I think that along that same train, I believe Trump's campaign is going to improve from 2020 and focus really hard on those swing states. The polling in those swing states looks very good for him right now, and I don't think they'll change so long as Trump's campaign does not get complicit. And and they totally could, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think that they really want the presidency, and uh, Joe Biden is sleepy, and for that reason, he's going to lose. Hello, everybody. As you can see, I am not in the studio right now. I am in my garage, where I want to share with you how my wife and I keep our stuff organized going into the new year. We use smart labels, an easier way of storing those Christmas decorations and lights so we don't lose them again next year. First, you just slap a label on your bin, download the free smart labels app, create your first smart label, add the items you have in your bin or box, and later search for your stuff when you need it without having to climb over boxes. The best part, the first year is free. So go get your smart labels now at Amazon or Walmart.com. Okay, my two last predictions for 2024 are that Republicans will lose the House and take the Senate. And I'll admit, this isn't that like fancy of a prediction. Uh, but I did say that I had to be sure on these predictions. And I am very sure about this. As I've said before, Ronna McDaniel is a train wreck. She sucks at her job. She did awful in 2018, awful in 2020, awful in 2022, awful in 2023. And I don't think this election is going to be any different in the House. Uh, I do think it will be different in the presidency. But Republicans just have a tendency recently to run bad candidates. And I don't think that's going to change. And I think 
looking at, I mean, there's so many house races, I can't talk about all of them in one sitting, but looking at them, I don't think this race has been any different. I think that as we get closer, we're going to see that in swing states, we're going to lose a lot of house, uh, conservative house leaders because they are not leaders, really. They're, I say leaders, but they're just not leaders. That's the re reason why. You've got like literally George Santos type people who they just aren't that conservative and they're just not that good at being a politician. They get complicit. They think they're going to win because Democrats believe in stupid stuff like life doesn't believe it doesn't uh, begin at conception and that men can become women. And you think to yourself, oh, well, of course we'll win. And then they lose because Democrats have money and they're really, really good at campaigning. And I don't think that 2024 is going to be any different. And so for that reason, I think the House uh, we're going to lose and, and it is unfortunate. But I do think the Senate, on the other hand, looks very good. And I want to show you something. I'm going to pop it up on the screen right now. What you're looking at right now are all of the what is considered kind of the uh, at-large races in the uh, the Senate race going into 2024. These are all the people that could potentially switch, okay? There's a lot more people that are, you know, up for um, re-election, but these are in seats that aren't going to switch at all. If you look at this list, you're going to notice that there's only two red dots. Who are these red dots? We have Rick Scott and Ted Cruz. They're saying that the only Republicans that, and this is according to 270towin.com, by the way, I, I, I think their stuff is super reliable, so I definitely trust them. Uh, and these are pretty much all the swing states, so I, I think this is totally accurate. But I'm sorry, Ted Cruz and Rick Scott are not losing their, their re-election. I'm sorry. Like Florida's getting more and rare, more red by the day. Texas, not so much, but Ted Cruz is not gonna, like he's gonna get reelected. It is the way it is. So again, the only two Republicans that are up for grabs are going to win. The rest of the people that could potentially lose are all blue. You have Joe Manchin's seat. That's definitely going blue in my opinion. Uh, Bob Casey, I think there's a really good shot that that switches. I think there are a lot of people on here that probably won't switch. But again, it's 49 to 51 right now. In the Senate, you need exactly two people to switch and you have a strong majority. And I think right here, what you're seeing is there are potentially three or four that could swap and uh, Republicans could pick up a massive victory in the Senate. Uh, one thing that I, you know, bringing it a little bit more local to me, I in my native state of Utah, we have Mitt Romney, who is retiring. And everybody knows that Mitt Romney has kind of become a bit of a rhino. <laughs> Uh, to put it lightly, over the years. And so I think that not only do Republicans have the opportunity to flip some of those Democrat seats in those swing states, but they also have the opportunity to take out people like Mitt Romney, who are not running again, and run much more conservative candidates who don't work with Democrats in the same way that Mitt Romney did. My last prediction for 2024, guys, is that we will see a huge decrease in traditional legacy media viewership and an even larger increase in alternative media sources than we saw this year. People are sick of media, like of the media's lies. It's crazy from CNN saying like a Jew fell on a sidewalk uh, when in reality he was killed by a pro Hamas protester to the New York Times covering for the Biden family and all of their craziness and you know the, the hunter biden cases and joe biden working with him in ukraine people are sick of it they're sick of the new york times they're sick of cnn they're even sick of conservative cable news like fox news who literally posted a story about trans kids on their network i mean these are companies that are bought out by BlackRock ceos um they're bought out by the executives who are literally running the covid 
cult that we saw in 2020 and 2021. And so I think alternative media is going to continue to thrive. I believe the numbers are going to become exponentially greater uh, than even this year. And uh, again, this is part of my commitment as someone who is in alternative media going into 2024. I'm not censored by BlackRock company sponsors or woke executives. I will not be sponsored by big tech or by big pharma because I don't believe in being censored by my sponsors. My sponsors that I have, I should say a word on this, that I have for my show are fantastic people. I love them. I believe in what they're doing. They do not agree with me politically, and that's okay because that used to be how it was in America. It wasn't always that we had to just agree with everybody politically or that someone had to censor the person that they were sponsoring because they are nervous that they might say something that doesn't align with their company motto. Instead, you can literally just enjoy the fruits of capitalism where you scratch each other's backs and it doesn't matter so much about the politics. This is what I'm committing to all of you in 2024. And I think there's a lot of people like me. I know I'm not the only one who believe in the same principles. And I think people are really galvanizing behind that for that reason. In 2024, we're going to see a huge decrease in legacy media viewership and a huge increase in alternative media uh, increase. Again, if you want to support uh, this channel and alternative media, please consider subscribing down below and comment what you thought about my predictions for 2024, guys. Thank you so much for watching. As always, we'll see you next time.